to 7 Minutes with Legacy 7. Hey guys, this is Agnes from Legacy 7 Consultants. In today's episode, I would like to discuss the credit building. As we know, credit is one of the biggest part of our financial life because we're really only worth as much money as we have if we don't have credit versus if we have credit, we're worth as much as the bank is willing to lend us. So I would like to share a technique that I have personally used with my kids. And this technique is called piggybacking. You can use this technique for your kids that are under the age of 18 to help them build credit before they leave the house. But this technique is also useful if you're a grown up and you want your spouse or your parent or your brother or sister and you would like to help them increase their scores, this technique is also useful for you as well. So it's not just for kids. I like to say for kids because it's what I use with my kids, but it's useful for anybody. And for this technique, what I did is that I used my personal credit cards and I added my children onto the credit cards. Now, you may have to contact your credit card company and see what age you can actually add your child because each company have different requirements when it comes to the age. Now, there's some requirements before you add your child or anybody for that matter. You wanna make sure that this card, this credit card that you're going to add your child is a credit card that is in good standing. There's no late payments, there's no derogatory information, there, that this credit card is spotless, that you keep the utilization of this credit card under 30%. I personally keep my credit cards in the single digits and I do not carry a balance. I always pay my balance every single month. But if you use 30% or less, that would work out too. So you would call the bank and add your child or whomever it is, your spouse or whatever, and have them add it on to this credit card as an authorized user. In the case of the kids, you don't even have to give the children this credit card. They don't even have to know that they have, quote unquote, have a credit card. You can, in our case, we did with our kids and we gave our kids the credit card because they're still under our roof and we can still see how disciplined they are with their finances, how responsible they are with their finances instead of waiting to find out until they're 18 and leave the house and then we find out that they're reckless and there's not much we can do about it at that point because to be honest, they don't wanna listen to us, right? So we gave our kids the credit card and we gave them instructions on how to use these cards and they let us know when they use the card and and not to go out and just because you have a credit card, you're just going to go to the store and buy everything and anything that you see. And I also like to add the same thing goes for, for an adult. Let's just say, for example, um, an adult added their significant other or added their parents or whatever the case may be that other person does not have to have possession of the card 
In other words, you do not have to give them the physical card for them to go use it and go shopping with the card if you don't feel comfortable with that person having the physical card. As long as they're added as the authorized user, it, it'll do the same trick. They don't have to have the physical card in their possession for this technique to work. So I want to make sure that you have that very clear. Now, another thing that I want to make sure that you're very clear is on how spotless this card has to be. The history of this card has to be spotless. And the reason why I said it has to be spotless is because if for whatever reason we default on this card, we pay late or we just don't pay it at all, and we have our children or whoever it is that we added as an authorized user on the card, guess who else is going to inherit that history? You got that right. That person that you added onto the card will also inherit that history on their credit report. So now, instead of helping them, we're actually hurting them. So that is not what we want to do. And that's why we want to make sure that we keep it under the 30% utilization, that we pay on time, that we set up auto pay, or set up a reminder to pay every single month if you don't want to do the auto pay. Now, another trick that I would like to talk about is that if you have given your child a car for graduation or for them to go to college, or even if you're a young adult that have a car that was passed down to you and you would like to build credit, and in this case, well, you will be building an installment account. What you can do is you can say, well, the card is already paid off. Like, what am I supposed to pay? Well, no, you can go to the bank and you can ask for them to loan you the money of the car. It doesn't even have to be thousands of dollars. It could just be $300, $500, whatever amount you feel comfortable. And what you're going to do is that you're going to make payments to the bank every single month. And you're going to set it up for at least six months. We want to see at least six months of payment history on anything, whether it be installment accounts, the installment accounts being a car loan, a mortgage, a secure loan, and the revolving accounts will be the credit cards that in this case will be the authorized user. So we want to see that history for at least six months so that we can start building our credit. And by them doing that, it's not only teaching them that they have to be responsible of paying on time this car payment or this little secure loan that we took, um, but we're also creating this history that is going to help us build that score. So when those kids come out of high school and they're off to college, they're not in such a terrible financial situation and it's so sad how the schools are not teaching this to our kids and it's our responsibility and sometimes it's even hard because sometimes we're not even taught how to handle our credit how to handle our finances and we have to either learn by googling everything or we have to learn because we got ourselves into a terrible financial hole and now we're trying to climb out of it and then by making these mistakes we have learned but we want to of course avoid our kids going through those hassles 
Now, if you are over the age of 18 and you are finding yourself where you don't have enough credit or you cannot get credit from the bank because you have bad credit, you have low scores. In this case, I recommend we have a credit building program that we can help you build your credit, but I can also tell you how to do it. The difference is that when you do it with me, I teach you how to do it. I teach you the financial responsibility. I give you financial literacy so you don't get yourself in that predicament again. So you can go to the bank and get a secure credit card. And by a secure credit card, I mean you go and you ask the bank, I would like to have a credit card that is secure and you're going to give them the amount of money. Say, for example, you want a $500 secure credit card. You give the bank the $500 and they're going to give you a credit card with that limit of that amount that you gave them. So you're going to use this card. And sometimes people are like, well, I don't use the credit cards. Well, I don't want to get in trouble, so I just don't use it. Well, guess what? If you're not using it, you're not creating that payment history. And that's what the lenders want to see. That's how you build your scores. Use the credit card. Don't be afraid to use the credit card. Use it and pay it. Like I said, put it on auto pay or set up a reminder to pay every single month. You can use the card to buy groceries, to put gas, you can use it for everything. Just make sure that you go and, of course, pay it off. The last thing you want to do is pay late when you're trying to build credit. That is not what we want to do. We want to make sure that we stay on time. I would also advise you to avoid using store cards. So store cards meaning like Best Buy, Old Navy, Target, Walmart, those type of store cards that are not regular credit cards because with those you're going to get hit with a hard inquiry and if you don't know what the hard inquiry is you might want to check out the previous podcast the previous two podcasts that I made on the components of the credit score and I will talk about that on there so you can understand that um, you're gonna get hit with a hard inquiry and that also lowers your credit score. We don't want to do that when we're building credit. We want to stay as on the straight and narrow as possible. Also, I wanted to tell you something. Did you know that you can have a 700 plus credit score with just a store card? Yes, you can. But here's the trick. When you go to the bank to borrow money for a car or to get money to get a mortgage for your house, you won't qualify because it's not just about the score, it's also about the profile. And by the profile, I mean the type of accounts that you have reporting on your credit score. By those, I mean the revolving accounts, which I mentioned earlier, are the credit cards and the installment account, which are a mortgage for the house, a car loan, a student loan, and the, the installment ones are the ones that are fixed payment every single time. The revolving ones are going to change, like the credit card, if you charge this month $100, then the payment is going to be according to that. Um, so yes, it's, it's a lot about the profile. 
And what we like to recommend our clients is that we like to see two to three revolving credit cards, revolving credit, and at least one to two installment accounts. And you have those and you continue to pay every single month for the next six months and you're going to see that your scores are going to continue to increase. Just make sure that be consistent and I cannot stress this enough, make sure you pay on time because every time you pay on time, it's going to reflect on your score. Let me tell you, one late payment, just one, can lower your score for at least 100 points. 100 points just for one late payment, that's crazy. And I know it sounds crazy, but I see this all the time. And it's very, very hard to try to get those 100 points back. You will get it, but it's going to take time. And so that's why I always stress so much the importance of paying on time. And put it on auto pay. So if, you, if you're like me, that you forget everything, put it on auto pay. You don't have to worry about anything else. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. Ask me anything. If you would like me to speak about a specific subject, let me know so we can include that on this podcast. In the meantime, I will see you in seven.